Hello and welcome to Easy Aces from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, Mr. Marsh, the man responsible for the aces losing all their money, is now offering Mr. Race a chance to make some of it back. Mr. Race doesn't know it, but the reason for this gesture is that Mr. Marsh's silent partner, Mr. Peabody, is afraid their crooked deal has been discovered. A strange man visits his office daily and sits there staring at his secretary. The strange man is Cokie, and the secretary is Jane's niece, Betty, on whom Cokie has a crush. This episode is in alternating scenes between Mr. Peabody's office and Mr. Marsh's office. But first to Betty at her desk, Cokie staring at her in silent rapture. Jane enters. Listen. Well, here I am, Betty. What's the matter? Why did you call me up to come right over here? What's the matter? Look at him. There he is. Look at him. Oh. Hello, Cokie. Hello. Well, Aunt Jane... Well, what? Look at him. I looked. Is that what you called me up for, to drop whatever I was doing and come here? Isn't it enough? To look at Cokie? For that, I dropped that candy dish I was cleaning? Oh, I can't stand it, Aunt Jane. I'm going to lose my job if this keeps up. I'm going to lose my mind. Oh, you can always get another job. And besides, what's he doing? He's just sitting there like a bum on a log. Exactly. And every time Mr. Peabody comes through this office, he sees him sitting there like a bum on a log. What's he thinking, Cokie? No, Mr. Peabody. You've got to make him go away and stay away. Mr. Peabody? No, Cokie. He can't come up here day after day and sit there haunting me. Well, what can I do? Speak to him. Oh. Hello, Cokie. Hello. How are you, Cokie? Oh, pretty good. Uh, what's new? Oh, nothing. Uh... And Jane, get to the point. Mr. Peabody will be coming back from lunch pretty soon. If he finds him here again, I... I don't know what he'll do. Well, I don't know what I can do. Get him out of here. I don't know why he came here in the first place. Oh, you do, too. I don't. You know why he wants you to go out with him. Didn't you tell her that, Cokie? Sure, I told her. Well, what did she say? She said even an imbecilic moron could see that she wouldn't go out with a person of dwarfed intelligence. She said no, huh? Gee, she talks pretty. You see, Betty, he knows you meant no, and he's going to wait here till you say you'll go out with him. I'll go out of my mind first. Anyway, he doesn't care, do you, Cokie? No, I just want to take her out and be friends. That's all. Now, is that very much, Betty? Now, if you'll promise to go out with him, he'll go away and meet you someplace. If he only would go away. Well, he will if you'll meet him someplace. Uh, where do you want to meet her, Cokie? Where do you want to go? Oh, anywhere. I don't care, just so she'll go with me. Well, ask her. What? Ask her for a date. Go ahead. Well, I've been asking her. Well, ask her again. Um, your presence is requested at an informal dinner party tonight at 6 o'clock. RSVP. And Cokie. What? That's cute. Where did you get that? Oh, off a card. That's awfully cute. What kind of a card? Oh, I saw some cards and I bought them and learned them. Now, isn't that sweet, Betty? Look, he bought some cards and learned them all by heart for you. Tell her again, Cokie. Uh, your presence is requested at an informal dinner party tonight at 6 o'clock. Omit flowers. What? Oh, um, no, that's another card. I mean, RSVP. I've been asking her that for three days. 
She won't even answer me anymore. And Jane, I can't stand any more of this. Any minute, Mr. Peabody will be returning from lunch. Please get him out of here. Take him away. Well, it's up to you, Betty. What's up to me? You've got to stop thinking about Neil and start being friendly with Coke. Leave Neil out of this. But Neil and Mark were going together before you came here. You've got them mad at each other now. And, Jane, I haven't time to argue now. Don't you see how important it is to get him out of here before Mr. Peabody... Please be calm, Mr. Peabody. I'll tell you what my plan is to get Mr. Ace out of town. Well, you'd better plan quick, Mr. Marsh. I tell you there's something up. That man sitting up there in my office again today, I tell you... Now, let me do the telling before Mr. Ace is announced. Mr. Ace coming here? Yes, he ought to be here in a few minutes. Well, I I don't want him to see me here. Naturally. So here's the deal I thought of. You know that ranch we own out in Arizona? Yes. Well, we've been wanting to sell it for some time. Now, well, why did he figure in? I think if we sent him down there, uh, got him out of town for a few weeks, and let him make himself a nice piece of change out of the deal, we'd be safe. I see. I see what you mean. That's fine. We've got to get him out of town. And we'll be getting a little better price by having a man on the premises. Well, I'm not thinking about that now. I'm plain worried. Well, stop worrying. In the first place, we don't know for sure that the man who sits in your office has anything to do oh, with it. Oh, it's easy enough for you to say stop worrying. You don't see that guy sitting up there in my office every time you turn around. I do. I tell you, somebody's found out that property Mr. Ace lost his money on belonged to us, Mr. Mark. Well, we're taking this precaution. We're sending Mr. Ace out of town. And with him safely out of of town, nothing definite can be proved against us. Of course, it's going to cost us a little something to send him down there. Them? Who's them? Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Ace. Mrs. Ace? I'm not spending money to send him on a pleasure trip. Where does she figure in this? Nothing doing. I think it'd be wise to get them both out of town. Nothing doing. No, it's going to cost enough to find out just one. Oh, but I think... No, I... sir, I won't stand for well, it. Well, you say so. I do say so. Nothing doing. Just get him out of town. I, I'm not worrying about her. Very well. You're the boss. Uh, excuse me. Uh, yes, Miss Davis. Oh, yes. Uh, we'll hold him there just a few seconds and then let him come in. He's here? Yes. You better go out this way. Now, now, phone me. And let me know how you come out. I will, Mr. Peabody. Now, don't worry. Take it easy. Uh, and remember, only him. Don't be sending her on any pleasure trips at my expense. Only him, I understand. Well, come right in, Mr. Ace. Oh, hello, Mr. Marsh. I'm sorry I'm a little late. Not at all. How are you? Oh, fine, thank you. And you? I'm fine. Uh, sit down, won't you? Thanks. Take off your coat. This is going to take a little of your time. Well, I don't want to take up too much of your time, Mr. Marsh. Nonsense. I've got all day. Now, take off your coat. Make yourself comfortable. Okay, if you're sure I'm not keeping you from anything. Well, nothing's more important at the moment than getting you set again, Mr. Ace. I don't have to tell you how rotten I felt ever since that deal fell through. Well, I don't have to tell you how rotten I felt. Yes, I can imagine. <laughs> well, it's never too late to mend, and I think the least I can do is to try to do a little mending. After all, I talked you into putting up all your money on that option. Oh, I know, but you did it in good faith. It wasn't your oh, fault. Of course it wasn't. It's nice of you to take that attitude, Mr. Ace. But just the same, ever since it happened, I've been trying to find some way to put you next to something that'll help you recoup at least a part of your money. Well, that's very considerate of you, Mr. Marsh. Uh, not at all. Well, uh, oh, uh, have a cigar? Oh, thank you. Uh, now, uh, about this deal. Uh... Well, it might necessitate your giving up your job. Oh? But I assure you, you can make more of it than you can whatever job you have. Because it's a pretty good deal and a sure one. Well, what is it? You've got my curiosity around. <clears throat> well, here it is. Now, I own a ranch out west. It's quite a place. I've had it for some years, and I want to get rid of it. I've been thinking about selling it for some time. I see. Now, it needs a little fixing up. I'll have to spend some money on it to get it back into the shape it was when I first got it. And once we get it into condition, I'm sure we'll have no trouble selling it. Now, here's the deal. How about you going out there, uh, taking over, getting it fixed up, and putting it up for sale? You're to handle the whole thing as you see fit. 
course, I pay all expenses accrued, moving you out there and your living expenses while you stay on the place. Then, of course, you're to get a commission for the sale of the property. Well. Now, you see why I want you to take a little time to think it over. Yes, I, I can understand. But the point is, I'd like to get it settled as soon as possible. Well, what do you mean, as soon as... I mean, I'd like to have you on your way out there by the end of this week. End of this week? Well, that doesn't leave me much time, does it? No, it doesn't. Mr. Ace, I think you've been in real estate long enough to realize that you can make yourself a nice bit of cash out of this. You mean if I can sell it? Well, don't worry about that part of it. I've had any number of nibbles in the property. It's a joy spot. Only I think I can get a better deal with you on the place. Well, thanks for your confidence. How long would it take? Uh, oh, a few weeks. The point is, you'll realize enough out of this deal to get yourself a start back in real estate business here when you come back, instead of wasting your time working for somebody else. Oh, I can see the opportunity it offers me. It's just... Uh... Well, what are you hesitating about? Well, it's just that I've never left home for that length of time. I mean, without Mrs. Ace. Well, it's only for a little while. Yes, I understand that, but... Uh... Of course, it would be asking a little too much for you to expect us, uh, <coughs> me to pay her expenses, too. Oh, yes, yes, I, I can see that. It's right. not for so long, Mr. Ace. Uh, say a month at the most. Well, a month doesn't sound very long. I don't know how Mrs. Ace is going to take to this. I'm afraid she won't pr- approve of it at all. Oh, you should be able to convince her. It gives you a fresh start. Well, I'll try. I don't think it'll work if it will. Aunt Jane, I give up. You win. What do you mean? I'll go out with him. You will, Betty? See, Sophie? You mean it, Betty? What else can I do? I can't have you sitting there staring at me day after day. Now will you get out of here? Oh, now, I'll hold your horse just a minute. Where are you going to meet him? Anywhere, anywhere but here. All right, you can meet him downstairs when you're through working. In the lobby, all right? Yes, anywhere, only please take him out of here. All right, then, Kofi, in the lobby, by that big spiral stairway. How's that? It is with extreme pleasure that I accept your invitation of this date. Beg pardon? It's on one of those cards I bought. Oh, that's cute. It means I'll be there with bells Oh, on. please go before Mr. Peabody gets back. Well, what time, Betty? Uh, five o'clock is the time you get through, isn't it? Yes, five o'clock. Hurry. Five o'clock, Cokie. Be sure to be on time. I'll go down and wait now. Now? But it, it's only one o'clock now. Yes, you don't have to be there till five, Cokie. I've got nothing else to do. I'll just wait till five. Now, be on time, Betty. He doesn't like to be kept waiting. Come on, Cokie. Let's go. Say goodbye to Betty. Goodbye, Betty. Oh, that's so cute. Goodbye, Betty. Good. Goodbye. Oh, Mr. Peabody. Uh, was it a phone call for me yet, Miss Taylor? Well, well, no. No, no calls, Mr. Peabody. I see that man just went out. Are you sure you don't know why he's been sitting around here these past few days? Oh, no, Mr. Peabody. He's no friend of mine. Mm. I wouldn't have any of my friends coming up here during working hours. Well, I should hope not. Who was that woman who just went out? Did she want to see me? Oh, no, sir. That, that was Mrs. Ace. She dropped in to well, see me. I'm expecting a call now. The minute it comes, you let... Who did you say that was? Mrs. Ace. Ace? Yes, she's my... Oh. M- Mr. Peabody, well, what's the matter? Oh, the phone. The fo- uh, get me Mr. Marsh. Mr. Marsh, yes. Hurry, hurry, get him on the phone right away. Well, I'll certainly ask her, Mr. Marsh. I don't think I can promise anything definite. Well, suppose you put it up to her in such a way that she'll see what a big opportunity it is for you. Surely it's worth a few weeks out of your life. Oh, I know it is. It's just that we've never been apart before. And... Oh, excuse me, please. Yes? Oh, yes. What? Yes, he is. Oh, see. Well, <clears throat> uh, goodbye. Uh, now on second thought, Mr. Ace, uh, perhaps we can arrange for Mrs. Ace to go with you. What? You mean you'll pay all her expenses, too? Yes, I think that can be arranged. Well, that certainly was a quick switch, wasn't it? Just how Jane takes this startling news, we learn when next we meet the Easy Aces. <laughs> 